Hey everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Kaylee. I'm your host, Kaylee Dickerson. I want to invite you to come have coffee with me and my friends. Join us as we catch up, open up, and have conversations for the soul. Welcome to Coffee with Kaylee, everybody. Welcome to Coffee with Kaylee. We are here with my very bestie. Very bestie? That's I'll listen, I accept. Let's just start from the top again. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, this is our third attempt. I was like, you can't we can't start from the top because then I'm gonna feel really self-conscious that this is the third time we're doing this podcast. Like two times was like, okay. Three times something's wrong. We need Guys, to start over. True confession. Well, first of all, my best friend. Cameron Avers Yay. is here. I'm so glad to be here. Dallas, Texas, fl- literally flew her in for this conversation for you guys to hear because so many reasons you're going to find out. But in full transparency, this is our second take at this because we both were so lit, lit on caffeine that the last thing that we just recorded truly will make no sense to any no. of you. So it made no sense to me and it was <laughs> us sharing our own lives. So I was like, we just literally, I think I'd like stop because I actually had to pee was the real thing. Yeah. But then I was like, can we just be honest? We really need to start over. <laughs> like I so, love you enough and I believe in this podcast so much, Kaylee, which I really do. Yes. Thank you. That I was like, I cannot settle for this. No, so this is we, not God's best for you no, or me. <laughs> no, we were we were on a level. So, guys, you're still in for a treat. But to be honest, there is wine in these coffee cups at this point. There is a hundred percent chance that there is wine in this coffee cup <laughs> right now. I mean, it's six o'clock p.m. Okay. So, don't worry, guys. We're not drinking. But at also eight a.m. I also think that the wine is just going to cancel out the fact that I had like fifteen shots of espresso. Yeah, today. it was too much for both of us. For both of us, I was telling Kaylee. So since I live in Dallas, when I come to Nashville, I have my go-tos, as you do when you go to a place you used to live, and most of those go-tos have to do with coffee. So the problem is when I'm coming in for like 48 hours, I'm like, I got to hit all the all the stops. And so frothy, and bongo. Cameron will never tell you about herself. Like, she is the most popular person I know in the truest sense of popularity. Like, we're going there? Yeah. I feel so loved no, because get-go. Yeah, well, because you are everyone's friend. And I love that about you. And it's like, it's a blessing and a curse that like you make everyone feel like they're seen, so seen. And they are. Thank you. But you only have a capacity for, you only have a capacity for so much. And so when I see you come to town, it's like, but I want to get coffee and I want to this. And you're like, I'm here for 48 hours. And now you're a mom. Oh, for sure. So it's just everything, the demands on you are very intense. My sisters live here. So when I come in town, it's like I have this family time. My my middle sister, I have two little sisters. My middle sister is getting married in May. So she's in engagement season. I'm a matron of honor, which... For some reason, does not sound as cool as maid of honor. No, I mean it. It's I feel not. like a grandma. Saying yeah, I'm like a being married is awesome yeah. until it makes you a matron, and yes. you're like, mm. I'm like, I'm not here for that. Yeah, I don't love that. So, matron of honor, and so a lot of that time that I'm here is like we're going wedding dress yeah. shopping tomorrow. We're like doing all the things, but I am. I say this because Kaylee said it a hundred times, but I'm Russell in girl form. Yeah, in so many ways. Yeah, and I feel like Russ says the same thing. It's like. You know, you meet him and you're like, we're besties. Like, and he and he loves people so well. Yeah. So I hope that that's what I'm actually. No, that doing. is 100. percent Before diving into today's episode, I want to tell you about one of our amazing partners, Green Chef. I love Green Chef not only because they're USDA certified organic, but they're America's number one meal kit for eating well. Green Chef makes eating healthier, easy, and affordable 
with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle, keto, paleo, plant-powered, or those of us who just want a more balanced meal. Whatever your lifestyle, Green Chef is the perfect meal kit for you. As a busy wife and mom, I want to make healthier food choices for me and my family. Life can get busy, and boy, has it been busy lately. I used to fall victim to convenience over healthier and also even tastier options when it comes to feeding my family. But the good news is we can have both with the help of Green Chef. We love to cook in our house, and it has never been simpler than these pre-portioned, easy-to-follow recipes delivered right to our door. You'll never have to worry about planning or shopping for dinner again. My husband and I made Green Chef's chicken with basil pea stew this week, and it was a hit. We love the variety of meals that Green Chef offers. You get restaurant-quality dishes in the comfort of your own home. It's the best of both worlds. With Green Chef, you'll enjoy new and nutritious recipes each week that are perfect for you and the fam. Plus, there's tons of flexibility to switch plans at any time, so let Green Chef simplify your life. Go to greenchef.com slash coffeewithkaylee125 and enter coffeewithkaylee125 to get $125 off, including free shipping. Again, that's greenchef.com slash coffeewithkaylee125 and enter code coffeewithkaylee125 to get $125 off, including free shipping on the number one meal kit for eating well. You are truly the most popular person I know, not in the mean girl way, because that's I was going to say not in the Regina George, not in the Regina George, in the popularity, in my opinion, as it should be, is someone who makes everyone feel loved like that and, mm-hmm. and is loved in return and like truly loves an exorbitant amount of people, which is you. I was going to say, I like, I really, I feel like if God's given me any spiritual gift, it's that I really love people. And I don't say yeah. that in like a, I'm an awesome Christian. Like I just, people are like my favorite thing on this. Yes. Earth. Like when I meet a stranger, like this sounds so crazy, but I know some people are like, man, I don't want to die before I can visit all these countries or like if they could accomplish something before it's like traveling. Yeah. For me, I get overwhelmed because I'm like, there's so many people that I want to meet and have a conversation with. And like, I know it's impossible to meet every person on this earth, yeah. but I just really enjoy people. And from and, the outside, you're like, that can't be real. Like she cannot actually be that kind and love that many people. But like as really someone sweet. who knows you like at your core, it is true. Thank you. And it's and that is just like the heart of God coming through you of like you look at someone and you don't see what everyone else sees. Russell Edward Dickerson. Russell. We are recording. But look, he's a so excited. Podcast. That's what I'm saying. He came in. That's if y'all okay, <laughs> I just need to say as a best friend, if y'all ever like watch their Instagram stories and you think are they really that cute? Are they really that in love? Is Russ really that hype on life? Yes. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. And actually, and I've said this to y'all a hundred times and I need to say it on your podcast. Like one of the joys of my life of being y'all's best friends is that I get to see the ins and outs that no one else gets to see. And I get to see that when people talk about how great your marriage is, how beautiful your faith is, how like loving Russ is, all these things, like I actually get to be like, oh no, like it's better behind the scenes than you even know. And that's honestly been a prayer for my life. Like I pray, I have a a son, Kaylee and I, we're so blessed to be besties and to have sons three months apart. Praise God. And that, I mean, that brought us significant, we were already close, but that brought us significantly close. Well, it was one of those things where it was like, thank God, because like pregnancy, we're in the trenches. Yeah, we're like calling each other. I'm like, did you feel this? Is this normal? Like, and then you call your other friends who've had a bunch of kids. And they're like, I don't, I don't really remember. remember. And you're like, well, that's not helpful. Which I get now because, because I'm like, I don't remember anything I don't remember either. Nothing. 
I literally said one of our friends is uh, just found out today that she's having a baby girl, which we're so excited about. But I was saying to her, I said, I don't want to like instill fear in you, but like, are you kind of afraid? Cause her son's three. And I'm like, do you realize that you don't remember anything? And she's like, Oh, I remember nothing. Yeah. And I was like, I'm saying that because my son's 15 months. And if I had a baby tomorrow, I'd be like, what did we just do? Yeah. I was reading some, it's a blur something. It was of course like an Instagram discover. I think it was Jessica Beale. And oh. she was like, I have complete amnesia. I remember nothing sure. from my last child. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like that's going to happen to me. Because I didn't write anything down. I was no. like, of course I'm going to remember. Well, it's the sleep deprivation. It's the... Everything. And and here the, here's the thing. Every child is different. So it's probably the grace of God because he's like, hey, if you make this a formula and write this down, it's going to not be helpful so for true. you at all. Which we've talked about. If I ever write a parenting book. Oh, yeah. It is going to be the, the parenting for a type B person because when we write a parenting book yeah. someday in jesus name because i needed to read that book before we had a child we read all these books that were like do this do that and it was so regimented so and we're not regimented in anything we're yeah. very go with the flow because our life is one heck of a flow and yeah, y'all have an excuse i'm just straight up type well, b i mean even steven so let's wow we just keep doing this we, we keep, keep doing this. diving into the deep end and we're not telling anybody anything because we assume you know, this is true coffee with Kaylee. I'm like, come have coffee with me and my best friends. This is well, also, us. though, I'm definitely the most famous person on your podcast. Yeah, so 100% I don't you know. are. In my mind, you are. If you don't know who I am, what have you been no, doing? No, <laughs> but you are. You, regardless, I don't, I, and that's the beauty of it is like, this is, this is your I, life. I want everyone to love the people I love and get to know them. And you are, you are my like lifeline because we see things so similarly and because. We're not like poor me, feel bad for me people that like yes. when I call you and something's wrong, you know something's wrong. Oh, for sure. And and when you call me and something's wrong, I know something's wrong. Well, and I know for, like I feel like I know from your voice, like if you mm -hmm. if you call me and I you say hello in a certain way. Oh, yeah. No, but you're you're one of those people that like I think the reason we see life so similarly is because for whatever reason, I think God's given us and I think our husband's the gift of faith and so it's like you're gonna your first reaction to almost everything is like you can see the silver lining already yeah you know and I, and I realize I think former me throughout before I think I grew a little bit in my maturity of faith I would kind of take that as like oh like you're not maybe you're not as good of a Christian right like oh I just see it that way and it's like that judgmental thing but I actually realize now I'm like no like that's just a gift I feel like that God's given me is mm -hmm. to see things in faith one of the gifts of our friendship is that when you when we walk through situations, you and I have been that person for each other that lets ourselves be vulnerable. Like we're not, I think old Kami and Kaylee were kind of like the glass half full, almost to a detriment. I don't know if, for you, yeah. but for oh me, my gosh, yeah. yes, it was like, I didn't let myself actually like feel the emotions or process. Same. I'm a seven. So I'm I don't three. like pain. Yes. But I feel like, I'm I like, feel like push are pretty similar. I'm like push through, just keep going. Right. Keep I think going. our motivation is different. Yours is yeah. like, okay, I don't want to fail. So I'm going to mm -hmm. like, keep going towards success. Mine is more like, I just want to feel happy. Yeah. So like, I don't even want to think about it. Yeah. But I think in maturity, you realize, okay, pain is a part of life. Like yeah. hard things come. That's how you grow. But there's a difference between like sitting in that and growing from that, you know? And so for me, if you call me and something's real, you're like, I can hear it in your voice. My first reaction, because I love you so much and you're my best friend and I know you, I feel like I've said this to you multiple times. I'm like, 
you'll start talking you'll start processing and within like two minutes you're like but you know i can see and you immediately start going (laughs) into the positive and so as your best friend i'm like hold on i've like how times have i done this and you've done this to me i'm like it's okay to just be sad like it's okay to just be frustrated and that's taken us a while to get there in our friendship but that's that's such a gift because now i mean i called you like a week ago walking through something hard Mm. and i literally immediately started apologizing because i was bawling and i i knew you couldn't even understand what i was saying (laughs) and you were like stop apologizing yeah it's okay and i just like literally blubbered on the phone for like you know five minutes and then finally my words came but you've said this before and it's something that is so precious to me, but I feel like we've been Aaron or Moses to each other, which mm-hmm. like in the Bible, it talks about like lifting up, you know, Aaron held the arms of Moses for him to fight mm-hmm. that battle. And I'm just so thankful because I'm like, man, God, what a gift to have a friend that is going to stand there with you and to hold your arms up. And in a world where like, I'm very aware, especially in social media, you see people's comments, you see how pe- like other people, women, especially unfortunately tearing other women down mm-hmm. And so I'm so honored to be on your podcast because if anything, I would hope that people would take away from this episode would be like that if you don't have a friend that's doing that for you, I pray that you that you yeah. will find pray that for person. One. Pray for one. And I'm praying that for you. Yeah, same. And and that's like, I was just thinking about how when you allow me the space to grieve something and encourage me to grieve something, when you actually grieve, like you have the opportunity to grow from it. Like if you wow. if you don't, and you stuff it like I historically mm-hmm. would do. And I think one of God's gifts to me is like, you're naturally empathetic. We have a conversation about empathy on my episode with Carlos Whitaker. And in that, it, it's it we talk about how like being the silver lining person is not empathy. Wow. And it's, it's pulling the, well, at least it's not. And like on the bright side, I'm like, well, that's what I do. And I do it for other people. I do it for myself when something is terrible, which you're the one who pointed that out. You're like, you do that for yourself. You do. I do. But you have like actual spiritual gift, empathy. And someone listening to this, I guarantee has experienced this and didn't know what it was. But someone walks in a room and you can feel how they feel. All the emotions. You feel like you yeah. tangibly, you're like, why do I feel anxious all of a sudden? Why do I feel, uh-huh. I don't have this gift. You do. I would say gift. I love that you're calling it a gift because that's so it many is, times though. it feels like a curse, but it's, I think it's growing and realizing, oh, I didn't feel that before I walked in here or just like looking at people and I can sense like where they're at. But it's like knowing that you have that brings me to a place of vulnerability as a friend. Like I don't normally go. Thanks, Kels. Because I, I I say it to you all the time. I'm like, well, you can probably feel it. So I might as well just tell you. (laughs) And so like I, I can't pretend I'm okay when I'm not. Yeah. And like, I know, like when you're going to come in, I'm like, well, I can't fake it because she's going to know. And and I'm like, well, all right, we're going to have to talk about it. And and it's always so healing. And I just like, it's such a gift to me. Like that, that's why I see it as a gift. And I'm sure you're very burdened by it a lot. (laughs) I've I've grown a lot in it, but yeah. To me, it's been such a gift because I'm so vulnerable with you as opposed to, I, I don't know, there's just not many people that I really open up to. So God knows where this podcast is going because it feels like- We're about to get the real, real. Yeah, it's just us. And you're like, oh, never mind. There's all these people listening. But- But I feel like that's the cool thing about you guys, Kaylee, is like you, I really do feel like you live your life open. Like I think you've gotten really good about setting healthy boundaries of like there is that, especially having Remington, it's like there is this protection. 
But I think there's something also about like you guys living your life authentically. I've told you this a hundred times, but I'm like, you're, and you've heard this, I think even in prayers before, but like your marriage is going to heal marriages Mm -hmm. because by you guys living your life open to the world, it doesn't surprise me that God's put a spotlight on you guys. And I say that because I've known y'all since separately. I mean, I got, I got the joy of watching you guys, your dating story unfold. I was friends with Russ and Kaylee in college separately um, was friends with them when they were dating other people. Uh, in fact, Kaylee and I were not as close in college, <laughs> mainly because she I didn't like my. I didn't like your boyfriend, and I was the only one that wasn't and a fan. She was right, and I was right. So, I mean, not gonna just like, kidding. Blessings on his no, life and his household. Honestly, we, we bless him. We bless him. It was more just like he wasn't. He wasn't it. Interrupting our convo real quick to tell you that this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Here's how I think about therapy. We all get oil changes for our cars to prevent bigger issues down the road. We see a doctor and go to the gym to take care of our bodies, preventing injury and disease. We do chores regularly to avoid a messy house. At least we try to. Going to therapy is like all of the above. It's routine maintenance for your mental health and emotional wellness to prevent bigger issues down the road. BetterHelp is customized online therapy. They offer both phone and video calls as well as live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Their mission is to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient. So anyone struggling with life's challenges can get help anytime and anywhere. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Our amazing podcast sponsor, BetterHelp, is offering Coffee with Kaylee listeners 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash CWK. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash CWK. Now back to the episode. I'm the oldest of three girls. You are the youngest of six, only girl, five brothers. So truly we are complete opposites on the sibling spectrum. But I think that's actually why we get along so well. We're opposites in a lot of ways, actually. Yeah. Um, I also, all of my like best besties are the oldest. Really? Yeah. Which like you, Daniela, Becca, Lauren, they're all the oldest. Haley. Interesting. There's something about that. They're all the oldest. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think that me being so I just love I love women like I love yeah. I honestly my heart I've is always just admired like, this about you've actually helped me come a long way in this. well I was gonna say we've grown you've grown a lot because I think not growing up with sisters and you're beautiful you're confident like I'm sure I know part of your story is you kind of had some like not girl trauma but like girls weren't always the nicest to you mm-hmm. and I always I think because I was oblivious it is truly that I was like a dude in in right. girl friendships and like I didn't remember stuff that I should have like paid attention to or like I forgot we had plans or you know what I mean? Like right. I was like a dude and they're like, I'd be like, why are you mad? And they're like, you should know. Like exactly that's what girls the, say. To first guys. of all, like that's immaturity. Like, hopefully that was in high school. It was, it was to be a good friend. Never tell someone you should know if they yeah. ask you why you're upset. And you're like, yeah, use no. your words. And use your words. It, it took me a long time. I just like would stuff stuff because yeah. I was like, people get mad at me for, for things I don't even realize, let alone if I have a grievance with you, if I were to bring that up, you'd be even more mad at me. So I was like, I would just, that's where I learned to just stuff yeah. and stuff. And I was like, I'll get over it. I'll get over it. Which I, I would say I did, but truly like that's where resentment builds. Oh yeah. And well, that it's kind of what you were saying earlier. That's where you stop showing your authentic self. Like yeah. the second that someone starts, I mean, that's why I think in the Bible, it talks about like love keeps no record of wrongs. Like, I feel like when when you have a relationship where somebody starts to keeping those records, like you're immediately going to start withholding because you're like, if I step out again, if I put myself out there mm-hmm. and I mess up because we're human, 
it's going to be another point against me, you know? I feel like before we go any further, though, we need to share how we met because yeah. this I was is like our ADD has already taken us on a journey. It's the, it's the caffeine. It's, it's the caffeine, now the wine. It's the wine. <laughs> it's also just I feel like anyone listening who does have a bestie is going to be like, this is the conversations that me and my friends have. though, Because yeah. this is real. Like, I mean, none of it makes sense. And it's but afterwards, you're like, how did we even get to where we were? Yeah. Well, that's why that's how I call you and we talk on the phone for an hour and a half. And I'm like, where did the time? What did we even talk about? Like, it was an hour and a half. This episode is going to be excessively long. Just three hours later. We'll keep it. We'll keep keep it it concise. So being opposites, Kaylee coming into college, you know, she's refreshman at Belmont. I would like to say that like Facebook had just come out. So I'm aging us immediately. Mm-hmm. But like Facebook was like the it's new fine. No thing. No shame in our game. No shame. I'm 30s, comp- I'm hype about. 30s I've never been are everything. more my favorite version of myself than yes, I am in my 30s. Come on. I've heard that 40s are even better. So Can't wait. Let's go. Can't wait till I'm 75. <laughs> JK. Um, okay. So get to college. Facebook. They were doing the thing back then. And I don't know if like. I think this was the first year they did it, but you they would put you in like a Facebook group that was like class of whatever. So I get in this Facebook group. I'm, you know, Belmont class of 2011. 11. Is that right? 11, yeah. Okay, which side do I need to share me and That's a decade ago. graduation story? Yes. Because that is hilarious. But <laughs> didn't actually graduate in 2011. Uh, no, I did. Yeah, you did. Just August, late. August. Not it was May. late. We'll get there. So 2011 in the group and I'm that girl so I'm just think, remembering that story and I'm just laughing I can't wait for it I'm really excited now we'll get we have to get there because now people listening yeah, are like I'll are remember. They, okay good so I'm in the group and I'm that girl like super outgoing typical girly girl I'm pumped to be in this group I'm like you know go home at night and I'm like scrolling and I'm dreaming about who my future bestie is going to be <laughs> and how we're going to color coordinate our dorm rooms and it's going to be amazing and to be honest, like you're like tomboy. Like, I don't yeah. know what it was other than the Lord that like drew me to your page. I was in like a Peter Pan hat. Do you remember that? Kaylee, I'm embarrassed for you. Like I thought you remember that and that that happened. But yes, I, I do. I was at camp. I was at camp. It was a camp picture. Well, you're I was so a camp cute. counselor and I had like this Peter Pan hat on and you're like, yep, we'll That's be friends. It. That's Which actually my- makes sense because you were like Peter Pan as a kid. I was, you, I like, wanted to be a Disney princess slash I still do. This is probably why. So you, you didn't you hang on to the chairlift saying I can fly look mommy and they like stop the I chairlift. love that you're telling them this story but yes when I was like five my parents loved to tell the story but I like literally tried to jump off a chairlift going skiing and I grabbed onto the bars and was like look mommy I'm Peter Pan because I thought I could fly yeah so that's me there this I am. is why well, I've made the connection besides the lord being besides like, the lord you guys are gonna be you're best Peter Pan but I see your profile picture and immediately went to creeper mode slid into your dms and i probably said something along the lines of like we're gonna be best friends like <laughs> so creepy you did not respond so but facebook was new i like don't even feel okay. like i knew use that excuse <laughs> 20 years later no seriously though like i feel like i don't know i don't i don't i honestly have no idea i don't remember but i you would have thought that would have deterred me from what happened next in the story <laughs> but it did not so i we move in and I remember Kaylee this is so weird like I remember thinking like one I wonder if that one girl is like gonna be in my dorm and you were on my hall yeah and so I in typical cami fashion barge into your room well all the doors were open everyone was moving moving in in. you didn't barge in you just walked by I walk in and I'm like hi I'm the girl from (laughs) Facebook (laughs) which I hope that back then that was like a little bit more clear I feel like now if you said I'm the person from social media they'd be like 
you need to go to like, like a hospital. What? Like, what's wrong with you? But, but she walked in in Disney. I'm glad we touched on the Disney princess thing because you walked in exactly like that. It was like, I did. Hi, I'm Cammy. Nice to meet you. I live on this floor. What's your major? Like it was like so Elwood's from Legally Bond. Yes, that is it. That's that is, it. and you were in all pink. All pink. I swear, everything in your room was pink, and I was like, this is just not the vibe. I was like, what's her face? The brunette on in Legally Blonde <gasps> that they eventually loved each other. Yes. We 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 definitely got that was there. Us. That but was at us. first it was like, whoa. I was and like, whoa, that's a lot of pink. Whoa. But I, that's I a look lot of back personality. And I'm like, <laughs> I actually think I know that that was like God highlighting you. And then yeah. obviously it was a journey. We like we created an awesome friend group, but we were actually never like the closest really in the friend group. No. And a lot of it was that yeah, you were dating this guy that my boyfriend who was my high school sweetheart. So we yes. were one of those started dating when we were 16 and we did break up somewhere along that way but uh he ended up he went to a different college our freshman year and then he transferred to Belmont because just couldn't couldn't yeah. get over it um and really I mean it was it was the Lord and he just he's super discerning still yes. is yeah and he like loved you but he was always like I just feel like this isn't like I feel like something's kind of off and so anyways it was obviously that was not your person yeah but separately, I had a relationship with Russell. And we, both being big personalities, I came to Belmont to sing country music. Yes. Not doing that anymore, but that was like what brought me there. So we actually sang together a lot. And so Russ and I developed this like fast friendship. Because you guys are the same person. Yeah. We like had, so, I honestly, some of my fondest memories from college are with Russell. Russell. Like y'all, and that's what's so funny is how I just have gravitated towards the same kind of person. <laughs> like, like you, Annie Downs, who runs yes. this network, right? Like I love all of my podcast. favorite Enneagram sevens. Like I just love, I don't know what the three seven combo. It's like the perfect it's 10. Great. I don't know what it is. We love each other. I and feel we like get we along balance so each great. other out. Like, and the thing with, with Russ and I is I feel like when we are together, it's a little bit extra. Yeah. Like oh, it's not extreme. a little bit. It's the most extra. But it makes it so fun. Yeah. And then Steven's a one. So he comes in real steady. Yeah. Honestly, so steady. I feel like it's funny because the four of us have traveled a lot together. And I feel yeah. like it, we will continue. I look back and I'm like, man, if we didn't have Steven, we would never make our flights. <laughs> we would not have a place to stay. He's like, I feel like we're just like yeah. plowing forward and he's like carrying our bags. Like, yeah. hey guys. He's, he's like, hey, by the way. Um, I have the best husband. Oh, the best he's husband. He's the best. And it's so funny because we're not the same Enneagram number, me and your husband, but we grew up basically in the same family. Very similar. In fact, Kaylee, um, look, I feel like if Steven's family, he's one of four boys. Like I said, I'm one of three girls. I truly think if his family had a girl, she would look like you because it's the beautiful yeah. blue eyes, the dimples. Like we we look similar. So similar. And... and his family is my family. I mean, like you get together with them. It's traditions, games, games, game nights. Yep. I'm like, that's my family. And that's how I grew up. And well, so and he makes so much sense to me. Like, and it's so hilarious because y'all, I remember in college, y'all would have disagreements. I and love that you called it disagreements. disagreements. No, we I, I, never fought. We were <laughs> yeah, just disagreements. Uh, you had intense fellowship. I, <laughs> that's what. Uh, Did you just make that up? No, Laura Cooksey said it one time. This is a friend of ours. She's also the voice of an angel like yes. speaking of actually a disney voice in she disney is, world she is the voice of disney she like sings the fireworks song shout out laura cooksey we love you love her um no she said that one time she's like when we were in intense fellowship one that is I everything <laughs> anyway i remember distinctly in college y'all having intense fellowship <laughs> and and i was there and he was like cammy 
And I was like, okay, Cammy, he is saying, I felt like your translator. 100%. You I still like, do that sometimes. But I love it because I grew up with all boys, but I'm still a girl. So I you understand. Can see it from both sides. I understand where you're coming from and I understand how he's interpreting and I understand what he's saying and how right. you're interpreting. So I felt like the interpreter. Like I was like the translation for both of you. I was like, when he says this, he's offended because what you're saying means you don't care what he thinks. And I'm like, that's not at all what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and I'm you're like, like, when he, when she says that, <laughs> that it was like, that was my job. I was like the translation between yes. girls and guys. Cause I love, I love doing it. I've watched like so many bombs diffuse because most disagreements is just are intense fellowships. <laughs> most it's intense just, fellowships. Well, it's like, cause here's the thing. I, I hope this, but hopefully when you're married, their common goal is the same. Like you're, yeah. especially, I mean, the Lord says like two become one. So you're, even whether you like it or not, you are on the same team. Yep. You are united in fellowship. In fellowship. <laughs> and so if you're, if you're disagreeing, it's like, okay, there's probably something where like, hopefully your goal is the same, but you're coming at it from a different way. And so you've, you've been such a good voice of reason to be like, okay, this is what you're both saying. And you're, and a lot of times it's like, you're actually saying the same thing, yep. but you're coming at it from a different way. And then I feel like for me with you, it's like, I can, just so relate to rest. I feel like I haven't helped you as much in marriage, but dating. Yes. Um, I was like, he's being like this. And you're like, okay, it's cause. Yeah. I was like, he's, he's afraid of this. Mm -hmm. or, cause I'm like, I was the same. So, yeah. so Russ and I started dating senior year. And at this point we'd both been friends with him. Oh yeah. And so, and so when things were going on in us, like you were kind of like my inside source, which actually he doesn't fully know. <laughs> I know. Are we confessing this now? Yes, we are. We're finally confessing this because you were m my friend and his friend. Right. But you were like giving me the same, same thing I had done for you. Yes. You were returning the favor. Well, and I was just so for you guys. Cause yeah. I was like, I just could, see, I mean, also dream situation. Like he's my best guy friend. You're one of my best girlfriends. I'm seeing like the writing on the wall here and I'm like, I'm trying to create a marriage that I'm going to be in, doing life with for the rest of my life, which, um, hello, here we happened. Are. Thank you, Jesus. Disney annual trip. Yeah. I hope everybody like, saw it. For the rest of our lives. For the rest of our lives. This yeah. is it. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to like make that work, but because Russ and I are so similar, I'm watching him like freak out, be afraid of commitment. And I'm also like, I'm also, I get it, you know, but I'm trying to like explain to you, like Kaylee, like, I mean, you already knew this in your spirit, but I'm like, just hold on. Like, this yeah. is not, it's not over. Like, he's just freaking out. Um, because, okay, so so the thing about Russ and I, that's funny with graduation story, which we promised we would get to. So here we yes, are. Yes, here we are. Is we're supposed to graduate spring, I guess summer, spring of 2011. Well, I don't even remember why I didn't graduate on time. Honestly, I'm like a pretty on top of it person, but somehow I get to like graduation time and I'm like, find out that I can't graduate on time. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, both of you. I can't both remember. You needed like two more credits or something. It's probably because we just weren't paying attention. Yeah. You know, it's me <laughs> and us. So, okay. So we, we get to graduation and I'm like, okay, we can do, I can do a summer class. I'm going to graduate in August. So it's not super late. Normally May, I'm graduating in August. We get to graduation, August graduation. And I'll never forget this, Russ. Well, first of all, he comes and stands by me in line. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, has this like, like Russell, like sparkle in his eye. And I'm like, I think there's something more than just that you're graduating. And I'm like, what did you do? <laughs> and he immediately starts laughing. And I'm like, Russ, he's, he's wearing the graduation gown mm -hmm. and he like, so dramatically, because it's Russell, sticks out his leg. Okay. <laughs> and all I see is a cowboy boot and then a hairy leg. <laughs> And I look at him and he's like so much taller than me. I'm like 5'3", five, 5'2", five, maybe. I look up at him and I go, Russell, tell me that you're wearing pants. <laughs> tell
tell me that you're wearing pants? And he just starts smiling. And I'm like, oh, Lord. Okay. So boxers and, and cowboy can't. boots. And I know his parents at this point. I'm like, your dad is going to kill you. So yes. there's that. So then <laughs> there's that. we walk out of the tunnel. Of, like, I don't know why we're in a tunnel, but we walk out to like where the graduation is. And he comes and he sits by me. And I'm like, his last name is Dickerson. At the time, my last name is Rogers. So I'm thinking he's just wanting to hang longer. And finally, I'm like, Russ, it's about to start. Like, you need to go to your seat. Like, you're not clearly not sitting by me. He's like, this is my seat. I was just going to tell you the same thing. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I like look down and I'm like, we realize we are the only two people in the school of music graduating at this time. All that the Rogers teachers are there. And Rogers and Dickerson sat next, sat to, next each to each other. All the teachers, like everything. And like, so for us, our personalities, I'm like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I'm like having a private graduation. Like, this is amazing. We're like just living it up. Then we planned this like graduation party and neither of us are planners once again because yes. we're seven. Oh my God. I told my mom, I remember this because my mom is like such a two, so on top of things. Yeah. Obviously loving the Enneagram today, but here we are. Yeah, here we are. She had asked me like a hundred times. She's like, what do you need for a graduation party? And I'm like, no, Russ and I have got it. Like, we're good. It's going to be great. Like <laughs> Russ's dad is a pastor. So we're going to do it in the basement of his church. church. Yeah. Like, it's great. I don't think I realize it until we get there that I'm like, we don't have anything. Like we don't have anything planned. I, all I remember is we had one green balloon, <laughs> one green balloon, and every picture it's like there's no decorations. I don't even know if we had food. No, there was food. Was there, there was food? yeah, there was food. The church they like took the church care probably of that. did it. Yeah, 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 they took care of that. We're like, both like it's handled. Yeah, no. <laughs> so that was our Russ and I had a graduation party together. That was that. So we graduate, and I, I it's funny because the fact that both of us graduate at that point I'd been dating Stephen for I guess almost seven. Like, a long time. So we started dating our sophomore year in high school. We were assigned to be Romeo and Juliet in our class play. You knew this, right? No. You didn't know that? No. So that's how we, so Steven in high school, like Kaylee said, I was like miss outgoing. He was very shy, like really, really yeah. shy. In fact, like we had been in, in school together for two years at this point. I'd never even heard his name. Like I didn't even, <laughs> he was like way under the radar, but we're in this like um, accelerated English class. And like, I'm like, so he's smart. Like I already know that. And he was so cute. And I'm like, this kid is so sweet. Like, and so I guess at the end of the year, the teacher was like, hey, we're going to work on this all year. We're going to do a play at the end of the year. We'll like work on it every week. And the play was Romeo and Juliet. I did not. You didn't know this? No. How is this, this happening? I don't know. Okay. So yeah. Everybody's we, finding something out with me. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I probably told you this freshman year, but you didn't care about being my friend. So you didn't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but like, so we get assigned to be this. And so every week for the whole year, we're having to like read these lines together. And like, I just had the biggest crush on him. I was like, it didn't make sense. I'd always dated older guys who were like, whatever you care about when you're in high school, football players. And here was this boy who was really quiet, super smart, so nice. And just like every time I would like read these lines with him, I'm like, I don't know if it's just me, but like, you're feeling like my Romeo. Like I'm here for this. Like, but I, but then I'm like, we don't have any of the same friends. And so, yeah, I mean, finally I like confessed to a friend of mine that I had a crush on him. And like, I think her first thing was like, who? And I was like, Steven Avers, like, he's really sweet. And she went up and told him that I had a crush on him, even though I told her not to, which of honestly course. was a good friend. Thank yeah. you. She knew what Thank she was you. doing. Uh, and we started dating. And by the time we did the play, we were like boyfriend and girlfriend. But so we started dating sophomore year in high school, end of sophomore year. Now we're graduating college. He's been talking about marriage. He like, I mean, he said he knew since we were 16. Like when he told me he loved me, he said from that moment, he was like, 
I mean, I'm the only girl he's ever kissed. I'm like girlfriend he ever had. And he said he just the knew. It's crazy. Like all time. Which like I know. In case you're wondering if real true love oh. exists. It does, guys. Well, it's, it's it's crazy because I think now being older, I realize how rare that not only rare to marry your high school sweetheart, but to actually have him be like an amazing man, you know, because yeah. it's like most high school relationships. Like I've done a lot of youth ministry and you'll have the girl come up to you and be like me and my boyfriend. Yeah, like okay. that's like we're gonna be like that someday, and yes. you're like looking at the relationship, and you're like, I really think it's gonna get better for you. Like, yeah, like I have concerns. Yeah, about I have concerns. This you're 16, yeah. and I mean, we had a lot of growing to do. Granted, but like he really like was just he just knew, and so after college, I freaked out. I mean, similar to Russ's story, I just he was talking about marriage. He had gotten into medical school in Texas. I was in Nashville and had no intentions of moving. At that point, music and pursuing music was like an idol in my life, honestly. Like, yeah, it was like, this is the only way I could see this happening. And I had already put that before marriage. I was like, I'm here to do music. Nashville's the only city that that can happen in. So like, I can't move. Therefore, goodbye. Yeah. Um, And broke up with him. And it was weird because we had dated for so long. And like, you would think that I would have had so much emotion about it. But I truly like had shut off my heart so much at that point that I don't even think I like cried. Like I just was like, I need to do this for my own dream, for my own thing. And I'm just going to like close that off. And I'll never forget. I mean, he looked at me when I broke up with him and he said, I know you're my wife, but I would rather you figure this out now than later. Like, so I understand. But then, but then this is the kicker. He goes, but don't text me. Don't call me. We have not actually talked about this. Really? I said the exact same things to Russell. Keep going though. Keep I'm going. literally not surprised at all. Keep going. <laughs> like, which I say this, and I, the reason I felt even to say that was because I feel like there's someone listening right now who needs to hear, someone needs to hear, like, if you're breaking up, the best thing that you can do is to actually set that boundary. Yes. Because I'm ta- I am I look back now to him saying that and, and not only saying it, but standing by his word when I would reach out, mm-hmm. it stopped us from a cycle this could have been years i mean you think about these relationships that it's like the on and off on and off because really it's like if if i was getting what i wanted if i was like able to still call him have him in my life Mm -hmm. but then still like just do whatever i wanted to do then like why what would have brought me back but he was like you know if if we're breaking up like we're breaking up and you had done yes and actually i do know this because you had done the same thing because i say all this to say post-graduation russ and i both i break up with steven he breaks up with you yeah and all with uh, probably within a couple weeks oh definitely because actually i remember kelly i know this because i i found myself pulling away from your friendship because i knew that you would be the one friend that was going to call me out and was going to speak truth and i and you you were going to be the one that was going to remind me of steven because i knew russ was doing the same thing taking one last quick break from our combo to tell you about one of our amazing partners crew One of my favorite things to do is starting my day with my Bible. I like to fill my coffee cup and fill my spiritual cup first thing in the morning. I truly can't imagine not having my Bible. Sometimes I forget there are so many people around the world who simply don't have access to the Bible. People who can't afford one or aren't allowed to even have one. That is why I'm thrilled to partner with Crew. Crew is one of the largest evangelical organizations with over 25,000 missionaries in almost every country. All around the world, people are receiving Bibles from Crew in their own native languages and learning the hope that Jesus has to offer. Crew needs our help in their mission to share the good news of the gospel around the globe. 
For only $21 a month, you can provide three people with Bibles each and every month. Once you sign up to provide three Bibles with a monthly gift of $21, as a thank you, Crew will provide meals to five hungry families through their humanitarian aid ministry. Simply text COFFEE to 71326 to help today. Imagine how much this gift could change a person's life. So text COFFEE to 71326. That's C-O-F-F-E-E to 71326 to help now or visit give.crew.org slash coffee with Kaylee. Now back to my combo with Cami. So the funny thing is, is I remember in this, I know you probably know what's where I'm going to share, but yes. I remember in this process when we we're broken up, I'm totally in denial. I'm like, you know, I'm fine. Like, I'm just, I'm pursuing music. Like, I don't need, I don't need a man. Like, you know, whatever. I'm just the like. The best part is everyone has already, I, I mean, I hope you've already heard the first episode of this and you're going to die at the parallels. between. Oh. When I say that you and Russ are the same person, this is like, this is it. This, this is it. This like, is it. this is it. Yeah. Well, so I remember Russ and I, I don't remember, like, we were like, let's go get a coffee. This is not at all like, let's go on a date coffee. This is yeah, like, yeah, we're yeah, best yeah. friends. So we're getting together and like the whole coffee ends up being, I think for like an hour, we're talking about how Bongo Java, right? Bongo Java. Yeah. For sure. Obviously. I can picture the seat we were sitting in and we're like, yeah, I just needed to do this. Like this was the <laughs> right thing. Like I just needed, I needed to, like, I don't need to be dating someone like all these people getting married. Like what are they doing? Like blah, blah, blah. Talking, talking, talking. We talked for like an hour, like hyping each other up clearly because we're like second guessing our choices. And I don't remember who said it. But at the very end of the coffee, one of us, I think it was me. I think it was you. I was like, yeah, but I really miss Steven sometimes. <laughs> and Russ like looks up from his coffee and he was like, yeah, this is really hard. <laughs> and then we both just start like the whole coffee just shifts. It went yeah. from like, who cares to like, he's like talking about all the things he misses about you. I end up like crying about how much I miss Steven. <laughs> it's like, and then like we end the coffee like, I feel like now in maturity, we would have ended the coffee being like, okay, so we know what we need to do. Instead, we were like, okay, but yeah, like, still good choice. This. We got this. Oh, my gosh. No. No. It's so funny. It literally, our breakup, he goes, sorry, this is redundant for all y'all. But I'm like, because we actually pulled away from each other in this season. Yeah. I don't know that we ever actually processed it. But he breaks up with me. And he was like, you're not the one. And Which was, is exactly what I said to Steven. And I was like, you're wrong. Yep. <laughs> But go ahead and do whatever you have yeah. to do, is what I said. And then he was like, but we'll still be friends. And I looked at him and I said, like, hail, we will. Yeah, you did. Because I was like, no, no, no. No, no, no. And I was like, I, I cannot. And because I knew him well enough to know he gets so confused in the gray. I'm like, you either have me or you don't. And But I feel like it's it. not even just for him. I think there's something so wise, like, to know your own humanity. It's like, yes. like to, for you to be like, I care for you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put myself in this situation over and over to just like be there whenever you want. And like no. for Steven, he was like, you know, I've moved at, like, at this point. He was in Texas in medical school. I was in Nashville. And he was like, if you text me, if you call me, that's the same as us being in a relationship. Yeah. That's you so know, true. and like you knew like you loved Russ. So mm -hmm. like if you saw him, like what was that going to do to your heart? But I feel like, I mean, both of our breakups were significantly shorter because you and Steven both set that boundary. Yeah, yeah. And then when we got back together, it was like, I knew at that point, by the time I realized that he was, I wanted to get back together, it was more than just let's be boyfriend and girlfriend. I had already like 
surrendered into my heart. Like, this is the yeah. man I'm supposed to marry. And Russ did the exact same thing. Yeah, sort of. Kind of. He still needed some more time. He was, I'm a girl, so I feel like we just... <laughs> yeah, you just arrived a little quicker. Yeah. But and we okay. dated longer, you know, yes, it was like... to be fair. For me, I knew, like, when we got back together, I was saying yes to, like... For, yeah. I think we got we got back together and we got engaged, like, a month later. It was quick. It was quick. And you were such We a, were, like, a year later. You were such a huge part in that, too, Kills. Like, you... I remember... Stephen, like you helped him pick out this. my engagement ring. Oh yeah, that's right. I did yeah. do that. And I was I'll, like the resident, like I'll take the boy shopping for yes. the ring friend. You're I took still every that guy in different ways. Shopping yes. for the ring. That's I did. I was like, I got a spot. I can get you a discount. So sweet. <laughs> I was like, let's get married. Everyone get married. I, I think everyone should be married. You've always been something I've always admired about you is like, you know, I came in, I think, you know, oldest of three girls. Like I I never felt like this chip on my shoulder of like as a woman I need to prove something. But I think like I never wanted to feel like I just have to get married or just have to have a family because I'm a girl. Like, I think that's something like my parents instilled in me in a really awesome way of Mm -hmm. like, I, like I never, all my papers in third grade, it was like, I will be the president of the United States. And like, it was, I really believed I could do that. Like, because I I have these amazing parents who, but I think where, you know, what God intends for good, sometimes the enemy can twist. And I think what that was twisted to me was like, that marriage and family was second tier to my dreams. Mm. And I think one thing I've always really admired about you was you knew from like a young age that like you always have been a big dreamer. You've always had big goals. But I remember in college you talking about how you just knew like your calling was going to be with your husband mm-hmm. before you even were dating Russell. Like yeah. that. I just knew. Like, you just, I knew. just knew. And yeah. like you talked about, you know, you had all these older brothers and sisters with you had tons of nieces and nephews. And you talked about like, the value of wanting you couldn't wait to be a mom someday and I remember thinking like kind of judging you honestly in college like oh like you know she's just gonna be a wife and a mom like but I had such a devalue for that role and now being a wife and a mom I'm like it's such a pure holy role and in fact one time the Lord he really called me out because I've since you know college I've been mainly in ministry working in churches whether I've been like a youth pastor or worship pastor currently I help run like a music label at our church and um, but there was a time where I had wanted to plan a church and you know about this and I ended up, we were supposed to be in Dallas. I thought we were going to plan a church. God ends up calling us to LA for Steven's job. He had residency at UCLA random, like blip in our, we did not see that coming. Like yeah. we ended up living in LA for almost two years, such a formative time in my faith. But I, this was one of the most times I've ever he- heard the Lord like speak clearly to me. But I remember finding out we're moving to LA like breaking down, praying and being like, God, like, I don't understand. Like we were going to plant this church for you. We were going to stay in Texas, like all this stuff. I'm just, and I remember saying, I'm just supposed to go to, to California. And like, what am I going to do there? I'm just going to be a wife. Like, I'm just going to go to California and be mm-hmm. a wife. And I like, I don't say this often, like God spoke to me, but I heard so clearly. He said, how do you think that you're going to value the bride of Christ? If you don't even value being a bride. And it was like one of those moments where like Father God kind of like taps you on the on the shoulder like like and I just I mean it I knew it was God because it's like I wouldn't have come up with that myself like it was totally Holy Spirit. But I remember just thinking, wow, like I, you know, have devalued this this role as a wife or, you know, to to be a mom like in the future. And it's when you look at like the Bible, it talks about as the church, we're the bride of Christ. Like that's the most I mean, he died. For that it's so precious to him being a wife or being a bride that like he that's the that of all the analogies that's what he chooses to, to use and 
it really, I feel like in that moment, he took me back to like for how long I had devalued that. Like, you know, I just, I was afraid to get married because yeah. I was afraid to be committed. And, and part of it is beautiful. I think Russ and I both had talked about this, but like, I think we both put such a high value on knowing like what marriage meant. Like it is dying yes. to self, right? It's Y'all, like, and he's, he describes it as, he goes, I'm all in or I'm all yes, out. Same. And so it's, it's not that you guys didn't love us or anything. No, that, but, but it's it like, was like, this is a big Yeah, deal. like when you decided and you crossed that threshold of like, it is you. Yeah. There is no going There's back no going for back. either of you. And no. Yeah. No. And so it's like, this is, this is an all in thing. And I think I just realized that, but I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm, I think something that I've been really challenged beautifully in and being your best friend is like, you've always held a really high esteem for that. And like, it's never been like a second place. And so that's why I think it's been even really sweet becoming a mom with you. Yeah. Because both of our journeys to get here were not what we expected. Yeah. They weren't the easiest in different ways. Um, but I think that like I just I fell in because of I had a miscarriage before I had our son. And I think through that, it was one of those things almost like when I broke up with Steven of like realizing, oh, I, like this is a deep desire of my heart. Yeah. Like this is not something that I'm just entitled to or that is like a well, yeah, I'm going to be a mom, whatever. It's like I really, really want this. Mm-hmm. But because you have always spoke spoken so beautifully about being a wife and being a mom, it felt like so safe to share that with you. Yeah, you know, I knew you weren't going to think that that was like silly to be no, so vulnerable. No, about. and I think I think it's it was so weird, and I, it's not everybody's story. But I knew so intrinsically that I I knew I could do anything I wanted to do. Like I my our and we do have this in common. Like we have the greatest dads on the planet and and yes. I think that is a big piece of why we're best friends is like we know our value because they've been so great and not to say that if you have never experienced that you can't know that because truly we're here to say like no matter who your father was like the heavenly father I was gonna say you have the perfect father you everyone has access to the perfect father 100%. but we were fortunate to have an earthly really great dads which i feel like again being older it's like you're aware of what how rare that is how rare truly and and so i he he thought i could be president too you know but i just something in my spirit i just knew i was like i could build this empire for myself but i know what i'm supposed to do is so linked with my husband i'd be building something just to tear it down wow and i just knew that and even with music like i knew for me how active i wanted to be as a mom and I was like, that's why I never really fully pursued music. We were all voice majors together. Yeah, if y'all don't know this, fun fact about Kaylee, <laughs> fun she fact. has a beautiful voice. Thanks, guys. Like, honestly, you really, and that's, I mean, that's that's how you and Russ met was we, yeah. we were all in music school together. Yeah, and I, but I just knew for me, the kind of mom I wanted to be. And I saw like moving to Nashville, you to just see down the line a little bit. And I was like, oh, this is really demanding as an artist. And to be as successful as I'd want to be as an Enneagram 3, I'm like, I would not be around. But that's what I'm saying is I don't think you even realize how unique that is, that you always, you're such a forward thinker. Yeah. So like I'm the live in the moment. I'm like, oh, this I'm feels good years. right now. You're seeing 10 years down the road, always. which is actually so, so sweet of the Lord because but of so what you Steven. were. But so is Stephen. So is Stephen. Totally. I mean, th- it's that's like what he said. He was pairing. like, I mean, yeah. talk about being a doctor. He, he, I don't know if yes. I said that. He's a doctor. So, you know. When we met at 16, he told me in English class, I want to be a doctor when I grow up. I remember thinking, sure you do. Like, yeah. you know, when, you're, when you're in high school, it's like you're either a cop, a doctor, a teacher, like all the, all the life cards <laughs> that you could be as a career. It's like, this is not. 
but you know it's so beautiful because it's like he is he is a person and you're the same way where he has a goal he has a vision and he he knows how he's going to get there Mm -hmm. but he also can see all the sides of it which is the same like it's not going to be just I think some people are like I want to be a doctor and they're just thinking maybe the paycheck or maybe they're thinking I'm going to save the world I'm going to help everybody he knew like the sacrifice and so one thing that I think so beautifully why you and Russ were paired together was that God knew you going to school for music, you had already seen, if I'm going to do this for me, this is what it's going to look like, the good and the bad. This is the sacrifice that it's going to take. Because what people don't see, besides the people that are in your inner circle, which I feel so blessed to be a part of, is like, it's been, it's not just the the cool Instagrammable moments, which you're really good about keeping it real on there. But like, (laughs) you know, there's, there's a lot a lot that goes into what it takes to do what you guys do. Mm-hmm. There's so much sacrifice that both of you have laid down. I mean, something that I think of constantly, anytime there's another number one for rest or some victory, I go back to your wall at your old house mm-hmm. that we would call the wall of Jericho, where I would come in town and visit. And whatever we we're walking through, we'd get up in the morning, we'd do our Bible study, and we would literally walk around this wall and pray out loud. And like, so when when you're getting these mountaintop moments, it's not like you just arrived there. It's yeah. not like you guys woke up one day and you're like, weird, we have a like, you know, we have a tour bus or we're <laughs> on tour. Like what it's like there's yeah. for you guys, you had this foresight of this is what God's called me to. This is what it's gonna look like, but this is also the sacrifice it's gonna take to mm-hmm. get there. This is not just the, we're not in this for the beautiful, glamorous moments. We're in this because it's a calling. And it's going to come with the good, the bad, and the ugly. And you had already seen that. So how beautiful that God would give Russ a wife that was truly like, oh, I know what I'm getting into. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah, I'm saying yes to this. And it's this like, piece of it, yeah. you know, it's like, it's real. Like I counted the cost. Like he 100%. says, count the cost before you build something or you, yeah. like you can't finish it. Yeah. And I knew that. I was like, I will just be building something to tear it down because I want to be, I want a, a million children. <laughs> I want... You know, like I just do. Like, Which thank God, because I mean, do we not need a million Remingtons? Yes, in this we world? for sure do. And give me all those chunky Lord babies. Willing, if not, I'll adopt them all. I don't care. <laughs> I just like I am obsessed. Yeah, and I just knew that. And I I remember like some friends of ours like being like, "But you're so talented. You could do it." You know, and I was like, "I I I don't think I can't." Yeah, I'm not not because I don't think I can. I'm not because I know I'm just going to dismantle. Because so you know I what you were called to. But I, I still, I wasn't just sitting there being like, I'm going to work here because I'm going to work at wherever and just wait for my Prince Charming to show up. That was not what I no. did. I was like, I'm still going to do what I love doing. And I did photo and video. And honestly, I had seen a vision in high school. I think I told you this, that I was sitting on a couch talking to artists about yes, their I lives. This. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I need to go to school for music. It was almost like a therapy couch. And I was like, oh, I need to go to school for music to be an artist so that I'm in that position to help people with their lives. Which like, that's, if you know Kaylee, like that's you. Like you are a therapy couch for everyone. (laughs) But then I was like, oh, okay. When I did photo and video, I I had massive access to people. Like they they just tell you everything in a photo shoot for whatever reason. It's like being, when you get your hair done. Yeah, and you like drive in the car and you're like, tell me about your relationship, tell me. And I was like, oh, this is it. Like. God called me to the music industry and this is it for sure. And then it wasn't until I was, Russ and I were married and I was backstage at a show that I shouldn't, I had no business being backstage at. Honestly, friends of ours took us on 
the road that weekend. They're like, come be on the tour bus. And that was like our first tour bus sleep, wow. everything. And we end up in this backstage that is like not even their own band and crew is allowed in this space. And I was like, why am I even here? And I sit down and I'm talking with someone that has more awards than you even know. And he's just telling me everything about his life. Wow. Doesn't surprise me at all. And I was like, and I looked around and I was like, this is it. Wow. This is what he showed me. This was me. the vision. Yeah. And I thought it was going to look one way and it totally came true a different way. And I never married Russell in hopes that I would end up there. Like that hadn't even crossed my mind. No, I feel like actually that almost pushed you away from him when you guys were yeah. dating. You were like a little bit afraid. I was. Yeah. Because you had kind of the cost and you were like, I, I was like, no, thank you. If I want this. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I want a good husband and a good father. And I don't, I was like, I don't give a frick who you are. Yeah. And I was like, but I, I, at that point I was definitely in love with him when I said that. And I was like, I care about you so much and I believe in you so much, but I, this is what I care about more. Yeah. So I don't care who you're going to be. I'm not trying to be with someone who's someone. I want to be with a good husband and a good father. And he was like, I want to take my family on the road and this and that. And I was like, yeah, right. Like, okay, but. And this is the only rom-commy moment of our lives. Because I'm our whole episode, I was like, I'm so sorry to disappoint. We don't remember meeting each other. Like all these things that <laughs> you like, like. You want all these I'm stories. So we don't sorry, have them. But I will say, he did say this one line. And I was like, that is a rom-com. And he said, I can't tell you, you can trust me. I just have to show you. That's so sweet. And I was like, well, that's the truth. Because you could tell me I can trust you all day. And I wouldn't. Right. And he was like, I promise you, I will show you. And I was like, okay. And he has. I know. I know. He broke up with me a year later, but it's fine. Yeah. You broke up with Steven. It's, we're all better for it. Okay. Okay. I am simultaneously interrupting and concluding this conversation for this week because surprise, it's going to be another double episode. <laughs> Clearly, I am loving this one-on-one -on -one time with my best friend. So I'm not going to cut it short. I'm just not going to do it. So here we are. So next week, trust me when I say you do not want to miss it. We talk our journey to becoming first-time parents a few months apart from each other and how to start a relationship with Jesus from scratch. We are just getting started, my friends, and I cannot wait for you to join me next week with Cammie again. I love you guys. We'll talk to you next week.